Welcome back to Chit Chat with Alley Cat. I'm your host, Alley Cat. And today I'm here with Tongo, and we're gonna talk a little bit about experiments. And when we first started talking about experiments and how we wanted to talk about that, I was like, what kind of experiments? And he was like, I don't know, art, writing. And I was like thinking about that. So I wanna know like how you experiment with your writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of trying to push the word play um, in a way of you know, a weird kind of like controlled unexpectedness or unexpectedness not for unexpected sake. Um, just trying to find combinations of words or create a kind of coherent image out of words that don't um, don't usually travel together mm-hmm. or um, invent kind of a, a, a new um, pattern of logic or a new equation of of logic or you know just take certain I don't know processes of definition and just kind of like mm-hmm. replace or change or suspend. Uh, physical rules mm-hmm. of the universe, you know? So it's just kind of like, really almost like warping um, warping reality or revealing other, you know, re- revealing other p- uh, potentials. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I was reading this, I'm reading this book, I just started this night, so I, I can't even really speak professorially. <laughs> about it's it, okay. but it, it it's on the the left and the right brain. Mm. Um, you know, one the misconception that you know one brain handles one one you know the right handles this and the left handles that. Well, mm-hmm. now they know that at all times and all tests, um, both um, contribute. But what the kind of like the assertion of the book was that actually the right and left brain are in tune with two different or oriented towards two different perceptions or two different almost versions mm. of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's kind of like these little cheap, you know, kind of cheap access to other modes of dealing mm-hmm. with reality and writing. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, you know, just waiting, waiting around there. Um, and then the groovy also kind of like the the easy access is just to always work with what you've already done. So then when you find yourself in a familiar place, whether it's a familiar piece of content or a familiar kind of trick or, or, or you know, device on the page to push it even farther, you know, mm-hmm. almost like, you know, almost like a, like a, like a dance move when, when somebody's really killing it, what, like the, the dancers that really kill it, mm-hmm. it's like they do a move on top of a move or they do a move, you know, within a move, like they add a whole nother, mm-hmm. um, they like add their spin to like, the right, move. Yeah. right, 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 you know, it, which in a way I think comes from, um, you know, like as far as dance is concerned, an independence of body part. So that like one move is kind of like sweeping, you know, like the sweeping kind of like, you know, the or the, the dominant move, but within that their body is so in the, the body parts are so independent 
that then they can, you know, they can have a, you know, body part that doesn't really have anything to do with the broad move. Like do something within yeah. it. Exactly. So I think, like, similarly, there's that potential there where I can make a, you know, I can be, you know, the, the line, a given line of poetry can be a kind of, like, a broad move that in itself is kind of charismatic, just similar to dance, like, within itself, even if it's just basic, it's still beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you if you kind of keep an, an, an independence... Um, of of thought in a way or a double jointedness of, mm. of of thought and words you can put just a little bit on top of it mm. that um that that really uh that 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 really just adds more dimension to the whole mm. experience on the page both for yourself and how it's read right definitely like expansion actually before you got here i was writing um i've been writing an animation for a few years now. Oh, wow. And it just hasn't worked as an animation. Like, mm. I just haven't created it into an animation. But recently, I've been thinking about writing into a novel. Mm. And so now, like you said, like, having that double-jointedness, like, I am going through the script mm. and, like, breaking it down into prose. Mm. And I feel like I'm. it's a challenge because in my head, I'm like, I still see this. Like my vision of a animation, mm. so writing it as a novel, I'm like, okay, but I I still am having like that block of this is the visual that I want for this, um, but I appreciate mm. what you just said because I feel like I'm staying in a limited mindset, like I'm mm. not experimenting, I'm not really trying anything new. If I'm like, well, mm. I'm stuck in where I was and where I wanted it to be, because if I don't open up to where it could be, it could be a whole series of books mm. you know but if I'm like oh this is going to be animation it's it's stuck there mm. um, and I guess like for you was there a moment that you were like okay this is what I want to do like poetry I don't want to write a book I don't want to like write a um, like a prose nonfiction novel or anything like that like I want to be a poet well luckily for you know luckily for kind of like my de- me and, and my deficiencies I'm like <laughs> naturally a kind of like path of least resistance uh <laughs> you know oriented mind you know and and even in like writing poems I don't um start with kind of like uh I don't start with a, a thesis or mm. some type of objective I kind of uh, or, or any objective outside of just line for line, taking it line by line, mm-hmm. and then kind of letting the the poem, uh, and almost in a way, just letting it reveal itself along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I you know, I, I just kind of got lucky that I that I stumbled into the, the the craft of poetry because I don't even know if I have the disposition. Or the internal disposition, or this, you know, psychic dis disposition, <laughs> to even pull off any other type of um, uh, any other type of discipline, um, in in the in the same way. Um, so it's mm-hmm. just like I'm 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 small move oriented anyway. So just poetry just kind of uh, suits me. Small move. That's ironic because mm-hmm. I don't feel like any moves you make are small. <laughs> Small, but small is in uh, you know. Um, but like step by step carving, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. almost I'm kind of just like, you know, carving. 
carping around, um, you know, again, or, or, or again, I, I think just, or, or it feels like to me, you know, that I'm just carving because I, I don't have, um, I, I don't, I don't really see anything, uh, beyond where I'm at and, or where I immediately just came from. Hmm. And so, in a way, a lot of the almost like you know treasure hunts kind of get built along the way, just mm. from like looping back to what's already happened. Mm-hmm. So really, just and, and really interestingly, not to have any narrative effect, but just because I'll see an opportunity to extend an idea mm-hmm. that come up before. So whereas you know, like basically, it's kind of a dance with. For me, it's a, it's a dance with, um, almost like a, a calcification, where like you know, so I'm going and there's something there, and um, I, I have a you know the kind of voices in my head are cooperating enough to make you know to to put these groovy lines down. But if I take a run or an idea. And um, I get too uh, almost confident mm-hmm. in my uh, confident in the in the in the writing that surrounds it, or get too conspiratorial, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then it starts to stiffen, mm. and it, and it starts to get contrived, and it 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 gets less and less um, insightful. Mm-hmm. So at that point, that's when again, path of least resistance. I let it go, mm-hmm. um, and then move on. You know, it's kind of like you disappear, knowing that you will reappear somewhere else or reappear as something else. Then, but then the the the, the groovy opportunity is like now. Let's say I moved three ideas down a page. Mm-hmm. Then if I'm I'm looking back over what I wrote. And then an extension hit for what was mm-hmm. becoming stiff, mm-hmm. a smooth, um, you know, um, you know. Uh, you can like reintegrate extent, it. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then along the way, then the poem, then it becomes, you know, it kind of induces, uh, you know, the the effect of whole, mm-hmm. the effect of, of 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 thesis, but that's really not. That that's really not how my mind experiences it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, poetry is just like that's just what my mind is kind of suited for. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you like? Do you ever switch up where you write, or do you have like a one location you like to write in? Uh, it it, it you know it depends. Um, I, I mean I'm pretty I'm pretty much just a homebody with it. Um. There is something, you know, there is kind of like, there's, you know, there's, 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 there's like groovy opportunities or groovy realities of various places. So like in in the house is, is good because, you know, I find it best to just like really put a timer on, put a couple hours on the clock and then mm-hmm. just like let whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, almost like, you know, a lot gets, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pressures then get suspended mm-hmm. because in your crib, you know, that's when you're like the least, uh, paranoid, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, 
So you know, and uh, that's that's you know, I think my I think my craft takes is leaps and bounds through, um, you know, through just house session. But you know, along the way, I remember there was this. I I had this. um, I had to write these poems for this magazine, and there was like a serious deadline, and the magazine wanted all new poems. And I was, like, out of town. I didn't have a lot of time. So I was just, like, you know, actually, I was in New York. Mm-hmm. And and New York is a groovy place to ride on the go because you're always, you know what I mean, like, you're on some, you're on a like train. inspired in some way. You know what I mean? I mean, you just literally, usually you're not driving yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, although driving in New York is fun. It's, like, the world's most interesting obstacle course are you just driving. like in traffic the whole time if you know man if you know how to wiggle it even the traffic can be a fun game <laughs> you know because it's just like it's 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 like bumper cars without the bump mm. um hopefully without the bump but you know just kind of just being a passenger you do all this passenger right. mm-hmm. in in new york and also a lot of idle time, your mind yeah. can kind of do a little bit more. And, and at the same time, you're surrounded by all this energy, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, because it's just millions of people, like, you know, it, it's all, you know, just like all this stimulating background. So you kind of, it, it does just, you know, it, 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 there's, there's something, there's, there's, there's something not. Um, kind of contrived in that I- experience. There's something actually not cliche, mm-hmm. um, as far as just again like with all this energy and all of this infrastructure just raining down all around you to you know to take all of these things or at least take the residual this energy and and make it you know and and kind of almost like. Transfer it to the page, or use it to animate. You know whatever is on your mind, or unit use it to energize whatever is on your mind. There's a groovy opportunity there too, and then there's always kind of like the you know the good co- coffee shop. You know if you wanna you know, live that type of life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I can't really write at coffee shops like some of them, like. It's not that they're hectic. That like sometimes they're too quiet, mm. but like, um, I'll go to like restaurants or like bars and mm. just write, mm. um, and just like, I don't know. I feel like if it moves, like the flow of that space moves better than like, oh, we're in a coffee shop and they're playing like smooth jazz <laughs> or like acoustic, you know, guitar. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> That's beautiful. Man, my home, my homegirl is like that. Does a lot of work in bars, yeah. and, and that's like super, that's super impressive. Yeah. Well, I go. Mm. I like to go to like restaurant bars because then I like will eat while I'm writing. Yeah. While I'm like low key people watching, but like not. Yeah, writing at home is like my favorite when I'm in a realm or in a zone or creating like world building. Mm. But if I'm just writing off my own like emotions or energies or whatever like being out in public is is cool for that for me Mm. yeah i feel like it gets me out of the normal realms that i'm in and then it brings me 
into these new perspectives. So like you said, like being on a train, like there's so many energies, like being able to look and be like, hmm, wow, there's a lot of things happening in here. And then I think I'm a fly on the wall, but people are always looking at me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm not as like incognito or like invisible <laughs> as I thought I was being. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I feel with writing I've been trying to be more open to like shifts lately. Like mm-hmm. like yes, you know what you like, you know what you're good at, but also like you don't really know until you try. Yeah. Like technically. And I mean yeah. for me it wasn't until like almost two years ago that I was like writing poetry regularly. Mm-hmm. Before that I was like, No, I'm not a poet. I'm mm-hmm. never gonna write poetry. And I, I said did, that. man. You know, I, I took a crack at playwriting. I even took oh. a play. I took a playwriting class. Hmm. Um, yeah, I took playwriting class at Jackson State University in Mississippi. I, I was down there for a couple years, and, and and I wrote I wrote some interesting stuff. But the 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 the, the problem with my plays is it all just sounded like me talking to me, talking to me, talking to me. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like every character was just like you know. Another, you know, like a, another, another iteration of you. Man, if you could even say iteration, you know what I mean. Like it was pretty. Like they were all pretty. You know, they pretty. What, 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 what I did kind of stumble on to was that if I made a, a decision on what the general mood of the character was, like when I start differentiating them by that, like you know. This character is more, you know, excited. This character is more solemn. This character mm-hmm. is, you know, more optimistic. Is it like? Mm-hmm. Then they started to become kind of like different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's still. Maybe I'll take another. Maybe I'll take another shot. That would be um, dope. But you know, like right, right, right now, you know, I'm just like, it's just so much to explore within. Uh, there's so much to explore within the poems right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just gonna keep that hermitage going for for a little while longer, or at least until you know, at least until I finish this third book. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I feel like even the concept of playwriting, like we have this idea, we have to create characters, we have to create all of these different you know, drama and scenery and all of these things, but there's different, definitely, like, monologues. There's pieces that are performed, like, through poetry. There's movements yeah. that are created that way. So I think you wouldn't have to reinvent your wheel. Yeah. What I'm jealous... What, 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 you know what I'm jealous of or what I think is, is like, where, where almost the plot is poetic. That That's... That's that's what I feel, you know, like natural born playwrights. Mm-hmm. Just have a just have a beautiful, you know, just have a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's and again, it's like that's that's almost they're 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 there for like the polar opposite of how my mind works because like, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see I don't see where I'm going. So it's like trippy. But my brother, he he's he writes plays. He's an actor. He does everything. 
He's hard to be related to. It's a good thing I'm good at poetry. <laughs> or I'd be depressed all the time Aww. thinking about his talent. But but he, he he you know, he writes plays and um and he sees it. Mm-hmm. He'll see it first. He'll see the, the um he'll see the idea first. And then from there he'll create it. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Like when you're in your brainstorming process, I mean, you said you don't really have a brainstorming process, but or or I do, you know, or or, yeah. or it's just one big, or it's just a sophisticated brainstorm right. or it's just that one. I don't that I don't ever get past. It's like the, <laughs> like there's like layers to your brainstorm. Um, but do you go back and rewrite things that you have written and left? Yeah, definitely. Is it like this like ongoing relationship where you go back and you write and it evolves as you evolve? De- de- definitely. Well, or, or 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 really, there's like there's two there's two main ways mm-hmm. to to how it gets down. Like first is is just notepad pen hours. Um. And then after that, or at a certain point, and I won't try to do anything except fill notebooks up for, you know, like a couple months, you know. And then I'll go back at a certain point. So that means like no editing. And start pulling poems out. No editing, no like editions. Yeah, the editing is for the second kind of phase. But 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 I should be clear though. Like a lot of the editing kind of takes place in my head, and a lot of the editing process actually you can move to the front end of of line creation. So that what do like, you mean by that? So you know what what are, what are some things that we edit for? You know we edit, um, you know to make things more Clarity, specific, right? Yeah. You know this type of thing. So you can actually do that in your head before you put the line down. So at a certain point, mm-hmm. you know, the the poem is the poem will be pretty ready to go. Or I just gotta go back through the notebook and just find them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's a poem, there's a poem, there's a poem. Now once I do that, then I take them, put it on the page. I mean I'll type it up and then I will I might move some things around. I might make some things a little bit more specific, but like the kind of the molecules are mm. are pretty set, mm-hmm. you know. But actually, I found like the more and more you can kind of like, the more you can move that that kind of like editing type of process to the front end of the uh, you know the line creation, the more tricks you actually. St- discover hmm. and in, and invent and then in a way it's like you play off of your own craft you know so it's just like you know it, it, it part of wordplay you know part of wordplay in a way is just like flipping cliches or taking a cliche and giving it like an unexpected ending like you know you take the first half of a cliche and you and you, and you and you just finish it differently. Hmm. You know, even something simple like, you know, instead of saying the early bird gets the worm, you say, you know, the 
the early bird. Um, I mean, you say that the early bird fluffs its pillow. You know what I mean? <laughs> just as a just as a just as a jumping off point, right? Yeah. Just anything unexpected. So then, with with the groovy thing that happens is then your craft starts to interact with itself, and mm-hmm. in that you can take uh, something pretty original that you've invented and almost turn it into a cliche that you then riff off riff off of, mm. you know. And so the more that, you know, these kind of processes uh, move to the front of your mind, the more you can actually just like, you know, it's almost just like invent your craft along the way. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it's like very much like a muscle, you know. So like like right now, I have been slacking a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> So when I, when, I pick, when I pick up the pen is is now I'm just hanging on for dear life, you know, like I'm not mm. I'm not I, I'm not too ambitious. Mm. But if I have been like, you know, if I have been like writing consistently, um, you know, for for a couple months, mm-hmm. um then you know, I can the the um the kind of like the musicianship gets uh, more more nuanced mm-hmm. and just has more and, and can therefore like evolve through the nuance mm-hmm. evolve again back to like the double jointedness you know mm-hmm. and you can find out that you triple jointed or quadruple jointed or there is no just hella flexible yeah <laughs> like. I was thinking about what you said around like the editing process coming to the the forefront and like for me and any creative process that I have, if that happens, I get this what is it called? Um paralysis of analysis. Mm. So like I will think about it so much mm. that I will have broken it down into parts that don't move. Mm. And they just sit there cuz I'll be like, mm. Yeah. Um, and I, I wonder if you ever have those moments where you're just like stuck in how you like shake out of that monotony. I uh, mean, it's a, it's a, it's a tr- it's it's kind of like a, a, a you know there, there's almost like a um, uh, like a you know there's there's a spectrum of yourself or a spectrum of your approach. So like for example, I was ta- I was talking to a, a like a, a dope uh, guitarist and mm. and um, was just like yo man what's up with the loneliest monk bro and he was <laughs> like the thing about the loneliest monk or at least one of you know one way of looking at what he was doing is that in one second he could approach he would be playing with an like approaching music like a rocket scientist, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and in the next second, he would approach playing music like a toddler, you know, mm-hmm. banging around, you know. It's just that fluctuation. Uh, si- similarly, uh, you know, you can't just throw yourself around the page when you feel like, you know, when the, when the kind of like, <laughs> when the... <laughs> You know when the when the when the knights of the round table are not getting along in your head. You know when the uh, when the when the when the when the 
when the great council is tweaking or is boring, you can't just like just throw yourself around the page, mm -mm. just throw words around, like you know, almost yeah, really just tap into the like the free write, um, you know, just kind of like the free write realm, mm -hmm. you know, introduce some of that, you know, but again, it's like easy for a poet to to do or easy for me to say as a poet mm -hmm. because I don't have any like rules. Yeah, I I did a free write recently in one of my classes where we were challenged to like pick a song, and free write to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was interesting because I thought about like my associations with the song, the characters' association, like what I was building up with that. Um, and then we did another song, and it was just a poem. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I I thought about like man, like I don't know. If for me, like when I'm listening to music, when I'm writing, I have to be really intentional. Otherwise, it changes the energies. Like, I don't know if you listen to music or not when you are writing, but I do. Yeah, so like I, I need to listen to music because it like it keeps me flowing and inspired. But I have yeah. to be careful what I'm listening to because I'd be like channeling an energy of like, yeah. you know, if I'm hyped or if it's I'm supposed to be a little more like, you know, calm and tranquil, like finding that balance. And I think it gets really easy for a lot of people to, like, compare themselves or, like, even comparing themselves to past versions of themselves. So, like, I was saying, like, there was a point where I never thought I'd write a poem, mm -hmm. like, and share it anywhere. And now I, I, like, I release that idea and I have to hold space for, like, the version of me that does write poetry and does, like, perform it on occasion when I feel like it. Mm -hmm. um, but like letting go of those limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of that happens in kind of like getting out of our comfort zone and like getting out of our norm mm -hmm. um and I think that a lot of people don't know how to do that mm -hmm. like everyone that I've encountered for the most part enjoys their routines mm -hmm. and like to an extent I like a good routine but I also like spicing stuff up and like just like almost like a snow globe like shaking it <laughs> mm -hmm. like there should be a little bit of um uncertainty because you can't know everything right you you de you're right you, you you definitely have to you know like i said just but you know it is it, just what i found easiest is just to let them again like you know just let the co-op let them cooperate mm-hmm or or even like you know line for line you can you, know, you can use that negative voice in your head like mm -hmm. oh I understand you're grumpy about <laughs> you, you're grumpy about me right now you mm -hmm. know <laughs> like uh, hello Tonko you're upset with me right now are you you're not feeling this with what else are you not feeling mm -hmm. you know what I mean like well I'm also not feeling you know, the Bay Area in 2020, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm also not, you see? Mm -hmm. So it's just like you can kind of, like, in a way, get in tune with your internal weather. Mm -hmm. I just understanding, like, like you, the way you feel about something can change. It, it, as far as when you're making art, mm -hmm. your internal posture can change, like, instantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I completely agree. I think that, like, when it comes to my, like, artistic process, like, I do get, like, um, really methodical, mm. which is funny because, like, to a lot of people I seem, like, flowy and, like, that mm. is, like, a lot of my energy, but when I'm creating something, it's, like, I got checklists and charts and, like, it's, it's overthought. Um, and not to the point where I like give up, but like I will over plan and overthink. And then the result is completely different than any of the planning. But the planning for me is like how I fine tune what I'm going to, what the creation is. Um, and so it's really interesting to hear you say like, you just kind of take it like step by step, like moment by moment in creating and you just find what flows and you release what doesn't. Like, I think that, I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> that they will be, but I think a lot of people need to take that approach in their actual lives, mm. um, not just in terms of, like, you know, writing and that craft, but, like, bringing it into practice, mm. into a relation with people, and, mm-hmm. like, how they hold on to grudges, and how, you know, how people can really not just, like, age themselves, but, like, really harm. Like, a lot of, like, self-harm occurs in Mm -hmm. this, like, holding on to things that... And and harming others, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just putting, like, you know, just putting expectations on everything, putting, you know, like, just spending, you know, just spending the present moment in the future, you know? (laughs) Spending the present moment in the future. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, you know, in a way, man, poetry is kind of sad. Poetry is like, you know, every art is like like cheap enlightenment. You know what I mean? <laughs> One enlightenment that you don't need the whole... <laughs> you don't need the complete stuff. I don't... I actualization like to, put, to pull off. Well, it, or at least, at least in, in poetry and that, like, at least getting in tune with the, or really having even a visceral experience of the interconnectivity of everything. Because really, what you know, you know, even just like just to literally say, like, yo, this is like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of just like pulling the little dualities together. Mm-hmm. You know, and very much in a way playing with dualities. Mm-hmm. You know. Because you can, you know, even, you know, you can, you can even slice through a poem, you can slice it, you you know, you can, you you can, you, you know, you can, you can make an opposite make complete sense, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, so there is, you know, there is kind of like, at the very least, in a, uh, an awareness that you're tapping into, even if you haven't integrated it into your personality or integrated it into the perception of your personality, the perception mm-hmm. of yourself, you're still applying it. Mm-hmm. You're still practicing it mm-hmm. as you're making, you know, as you're, as you're writing the poem, like, along the way. Mm-hmm. And, and And then also, you know, when you're reading it, you know, Mm-hmm. And that's why you know when there's, there's you know when everything goes right <laughs> from a microphone, everybody kind of just gets sucked into um, 
you know, get, get sucked into uh, almost like a liberatory vibration, you know, which and and, and, and trippy enough, I mean, it's a fragile, it's a fragile dance or a, fra a fragile agreement, but you know, you especially in poetry, you'll be talking about some horrific. You know, you be talking about something horrific, talking about something traumatizing, talking about something painful, frustrating, and all this, like, you know, mm -hmm. most poems aren't happy-go-lucky, you know? Right. Even cat, even cat be describing, like, a willow tree and just be, like, super, <laughs> super melancholy, like, the melancholy description of a squirrel, you know? <laughs> it's like... But so so but but still even from like the the bad mood, so even from this you know even from sadness, up just jumps this kind of like this this sweetness just gets added to the oxygen mm -hmm. in the room, and I think it's because you're dealing with reality in a way, you know you can be dealing with these harsh realities. But just in the process of digesting reality through really like the eradication of um, dualities, you're finding a more invincible person, like an invincible mm. version of yourself. So even if that version of yourself that's speaking is kind of melancholy, it's a, it's, it's a more powerful version of yourself because it's sitting in the pockets of reality, accessing other at mm -hmm. you know other at uh, other aspects of perception mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and i think about that with like like a more powerful version for me like it's vulnerable like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more vulnerable in that space um and for a time i was like okay this is like a weaker version of myself mm -hmm. to be this vulnerable and in reality and like you were saying like it's a more powerful version because mm -hmm. it's actually speaking that power into these places that are usually hidden or dark or unseen for me and a lot of people. Um, and I was wondering if there's something like a practice that you would suggest people experiment with, like something they, they should try. Man, man, you know what Nothing wrong with taking the gloves off, man. Just doing some damn meditation, you know? You know, because even to, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, by the time you pick up the pen, it's too late. But what you bring down to the page, you know, a lot a lot of the, the um, you know, a lot of your existence as an instrument, your existence as a, as a vessel is created before you even, you know, before you even get down. You know, and so you know, just you know, some non-applied meditation. You know, just so you can get more into you. You can you know you can get in, in more like what it actually feels like. Like, what is it? What does it feel like to have a thought whose who, a thought whose purpose is not to defend you? Mm. You know. Like, it's almost a sensation, you know? You know, what is it, you know, just like, what does it really feel like to fly with no purpose, you know, no destination? 
Hmm. You know, a courage with no adventure, you know what I mean? Like, or, or a courage with no enemy. To find mm-hmm. a strength with no enemy there, you know, mm-hmm. like see what if see what you know meditation is groovy just to see what that feels like. On the flip side, say it's just like people, you know, it's just like right way more than you do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll, like, I'll take that just, advice. People <laughs> just don't write enough, or no, you, you could. You know, it's just, you got to take yourself out, out into the deep end mm-hmm. where you can't basically, like, you can't, the, the, where, where the, the kind, the kind artist in you just can't, cannot thrive, you know, but you can only keep the, you know, you can kind of only keep your, your dopamine tricks going, but for so long, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like, Again, just to see what all of your psyche is made of, mm-hmm. just requires just a lot of you know just more and more and more time, you know. Like yeah. when I first put that clock on, I was like, you know, I wrote a poem, and I was like, wow, man, that was dope, you know. And I looked down at the clock, and only fifteen minutes had passed, you know. <laughs> and you like, had more time. You're like, well, what am I gonna do? Gotta see what else I'm made of, you know. Um, because ultimately, like it all, you can all you can you can you can turn every aspect of yourself into an artist. Mm. You know, every aspect of yourself or every aspect of yourself can contribute to the art. You know, you can be an incarnation of yourself, a version of yourself, a voice. Mm-hmm. Some ways, that's how I get the I get that kind of like multi vocal effect. It's like more than one narrator, more than one protagonist within a poem. Mm -hmm. Because just by using different um, moods Mm -hmm. that I find myself in as I'm sitting there writing, you know? Mm -hmm. But you can't, but if 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 you're used to romancing yourself, yeah, like your little rituals and shit. (laughs) Like, don't play us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gotta have it a certain way when you're not using it. You you closing some, you know, you you closing off some aspects of yourself. You mm-hmm. know, so it's really like a rain, sleet, snow, sunshine. You know, like any, you know, you any to have any type of day because it is a critical thinking. Mm-hmm. So just as sure as regardless of what kind of day you're having, you're thinking, mm-hmm. no matter what kind of zone you in. You can write, and you'll come up with some interesting stuff. That is very true, and I'm I'm gonna take that advice, cause I yeah I like to give myself a whole vibe before I write things, <laughs> unless I'm like I said going out into public, and then I'm just like in my own zone in the you know in the abyss. But for the most part, I like to write in my room cozy with mm-hmm. my tea and like it's usually like if I'm upset about something it's like when I'm happy I don't know writing is hard man I used to only could write smoking cigarettes and drinking Guinness you know <laughs> with like <laughs> you know Hip hop instrumentals on this chair. Does I just don't do want that. you to fall. I don't know if that chair does that. <laughs> I have a knack for leaning chairs back. You know what I mean? 
just because of the long legs, mm-hmm. you know, you see really just, you know, the, the, the leg still. is supposed to be at a, ain't the leg supposed to be, what is that, a 90 degree, mm-hmm. you know, so this is a way for a tall person to induce the 90 degree, you know, <laughs> so I feel the, I feel the potentials of a chair, but, just mess with it, definitely. But I'll, but I'll keep, I'll keep it on the floor. No, it's okay. As long as you know you're not gonna fall, I just, I got a little nervous. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I would suggest. I feel like the experiments you suggested are ones I want to try. Um, what I was thinking a little bit about was like just how people move in their lives. Like we were saying, like, like life is art um, rather than um, burdens or obligation mm. or, you know, like these commitments that you don't want to do. Like, I guess I'm going to go to this thing. Or I guess, I, you know, like, rather than that, like flipping it. And that's something I've been just doing in my life of like, oh, I have to write this thing. Like, oh. I get to write this really, you know, I get to write this piece about whatever, or, you know, instead of being like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this. I feel like it shifts perspective. Um, Instead of staying focused in that, like, negative, like, lower vibrational space, it's thinking a little bit more about, okay, well, I'm grateful that I'm able to do these things. I'm like glad that I can tap into this, these parts of myself because a lot of people don't have that opportunity or have not had that opportunity so in thinking about that it's like well shit this is this moment is a blessing like I'm glad to be in this moment um and I I guess I want people to think a little bit about how we like create more presence um presence in like the way we move because you like you were saying it's it, I just resonate with that like people are so like overwhelmed with the past and the future mm-hmm. and no one is really living in the now and so it, it's apparent like you can tell it, it shows up the more people are in all the spaces um, and I think that they just need to like Get out of their comfort zone more. Mm-hmm. Try other things. Try new things. Like, I think for me, like, oh, gosh, there's some, it's like a cliche quote, but it's great. But it's like, um, like the edge of the, your comfort zone is where your learning lies. Mm-hmm. It's where your growth lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that. Like, I think you get out of, like you were saying, you got that 15 minutes of that poem, and you're like, okay, I'm good. This is my bag. This is what I wanted. But being like, okay, well, what else is underneath the surface? What else can I tap into? I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you for being on this episode. Right on, right on. I appreciate this conversation. Appreciate I, you having me. Yes, I think other people will appreciate it, too. Hopefully they try some experiments. Learn some new things. Uh, Bye, (laughs) y'all.